Hi there. Welcome back to the Mindful Notes podcast, a podcast all about building a more mindful, thoughtful, and intentional life. My name is Gina, and I'm your host. Today, I'm going to be sharing a little bit about my own personal journey and what's to come in season two. I hope you enjoy. So I wanted to start this episode with an acknowledgement of the time that I'm recording this and the time that we are all living in right now. When I first recorded this episode, we were just three days into the shelter-in-place order here in California, where I live, and COVID-19, caused by the coronavirus, had only just been labeled a pandemic the week before. I immediately knew that this podcast was something that was higher now on my priority list, despite all of the uncertainty around what's going on in the world, um, because mindfulness is really important in this moment. Now that we're in week four of this new normal that everyone's adjusting to and no one has really experienced before, I'm taking my own mindfulness practice so much more seriously and really leaning into it. Um, Most of us are home now. We're adjusting to a new lifestyle. We're more nervous and anxious about the future than ever. Um, And we're really facing our own inner selves more than ever before. Some weeks or even days, moment to moment maybe, can feel like an emotional roller coaster. Um, And our minds are just running circles around the multitude of potential realities that all of these can cause all kinds of stress even though they're not even realized realities yet. Um, And so I feel like mindfulness is just more needed than ever. Really being able to center yourself and become present is so, so important during these times when things feel so unstable and so stressful. So I should start by um, describing what mindfulness really even means. So essentially, mindfulness is just the practice of being present, um, which on the surface seems simple enough. But when you really get deep into it, it entails going against our own instincts and how society has conditioned us to behave. Mindfulness is rooted in the concepts of Buddhist meditation and has been found to like relieve stress and to improve mental and physical health and even productivity um, and overall happiness. And so to be mindful is really just to slow down enough to experience what is actually happening right now. And through that, there are lots of revelations about what will truly make you happy Um, It's these moments without distraction, which our world is just filled with distraction. So it gives you this opportunity to see the truth of your life and the truth of existence. And so this gets super spiritual and a little hippy dippy. um, And I don't want to go too deep on this just yet. We'll probably get there with this podcast eventually. Um, But instead, for this first episode, I really want to just share my own experience and how my own interest in mindfulness began.
So let's get into this. Um, I'll give you my proper introduction. My name is Gina Stovall, and I call myself a climate professional because I've done so many different jobs throughout the climate change sphere. Um, originally, I was a geologist, and I did um, classic geology work until I went to graduate school, and I studied um, this program called Climate and Society at Columbia, and that opened my eyes to the just intersections of all the social issues that we see in the world and climate change and just how those interact. And that's been my focus ever since, trying to find climate solutions and implement them. I've bounced around from doing research to policy work to advocacy. Um, and so I, a lot of my jobs have involved doing all of those things all the time. Um, and yeah, that's the kind of work I really love. But interestingly, my hobbies kind of led me to starting a business more recently. So um, I'm kind of exiting the climate professional title and I call myself a designer more often than not. Um, and yeah, I started a slow fashion company or a sustainable clothing company called Two Days Off. Um, that takes up most of my time these days. And when I'm not working on two days off or my climate work, I'm online, uh, probably way too much, mostly on Instagram at Gina Stovall. And I talk a lot about mindfulness, a lot about minimalism, um, quite a bit about sustainability, basically all of the things that just interest me at the moment. Um, and yeah, I probably spend way too much time there doing these slow pours that I like to call mindful pours. So that's kind of me in a nutshell. I, I live in Los Angeles now. I'm originally from New York. And actually my mindfulness journey starts in New York. So I was born in New York. I did my undergrad and graduate school there. I've kind of bounced back and forth from the city over the years with different jobs and things like that. But I've always been an East Coaster. And I think what's classic of New York City and also the East Coast in general is this um, ambitious grind mentality. So really working hard, maybe playing hard, me not so much, um, but really grinding it out. And um, that's kind of where I should start, I guess, when I talk about mindfulness and why this has become such a center point of my life. So a few years back, I was in a job that I loved. I was very proud to do the work. I was actually doing um, resilience work after Hurricane Sandy in New York. And so making New York City a stronger, um, more resilient place to these kinds of storms and other impacts of climate change that they might be facing. So um, extreme heat or sea level rise, all of these things we were looking at. Um, loved the work and I really uh, worked hard to be honest and didn't really pay that much attention to my own personal life, mental health, physical health. All of those things went by the wayside and I think that's a classic New York grinded out kind of mentality. I think New Yorkers tend to take pride in how hard they're working. Um, we use it as a badge of honor, like, oh, I stayed this late this day, or I put in this many hours, or, you know, I have this many meetings today. And it was a mentality I, I took pride in as an ambitious person and someone who loved the work that I did and felt, felt like I had a lot of meaning in that work. Um, I tended to do that. 
And it wasn't until I started learning a little bit about meditation and only reason I started thinking about meditation honestly was just that I started to feel the physical effects of the stress that I was under. And so I was, I got some advice from someone or somewhere online to meditate, but I wasn't quite ready for that level yet. Um, at the time I found it to be just a little bit out of my comfort zone, a little bit too maybe unknown is the right word, or I don't know, mystical or something. So I didn't really understand the the foundations of what meditation really is. So I started instead by doing these mindful walks on the way to work. And it was, I got this advice and I swear, I think it's from like Oprah saying something, or I don't even know where I heard it, but this advice stuck with me. And this person, probably Oprah, said that if you don't have five minutes to yourself every day, then you're not really living. And at that time in my life, I didn't feel like I had five minutes each day just for myself, just to nourish Gina. Um, Everything felt like it was in the service of my career or other people or my partner maybe, or my family. Um, Nothing felt like it was, I was doing it just for me, you know? So I decided with my walks to work each day, I would start taking five minutes for myself. Really it was 20 minutes, but I, I decided to take a longer scenic route um, and I walked to work. I actually lived in Battery Park at the time, Battery Park City, and so I could walk through Battery Park every day in order to get to work, which I hadn't been doing. I'd been taking the shorter, noisier, dirtier <laughs> route through the financial district to get to my office, which seems so silly in hindsight. So my first switch was to take this longer route, which means, you know, leaving the house slightly earlier and I would enjoy the Hudson River and I would enjoy seeing the trees and the plant life and even some wildlife in the park and observing the buildings and the other people doing their commute. And that was my first mindful practice and my first gift to myself. And I can't even express to you how transformative that one small change was. Um, It started to open my eyes to a totally different reality that could exist for me. And um, from there, it just became like this thirst for what other things can I do to enhance my life, you know? So that was the first thing. And then I started to document these walks and just like these mindful moments on Instagram. And I realized there's like a whole world of people out there trying to live a little slower, um, trying to live more mindfully. And that just got me spiraling. And so that year I started, um, I did this 100 day project, which is an annual project where people choose something to work on for 100 days straight. And it starts in April. And um, yeah, I decided to do 100 days of meditation. And that was huge for me. And around the same time, I was also doing my morning coffee. So in order to enjoy my mornings a bit more, I wanted to wake up early enough to make coffee every day, which is something that I love, create this ritual and make my coffee, take it to work with me, enjoy it on my walk, enjoy it at my desk. So really carving out these moments that I can just enjoy that are already part of my routine, but they're like special now all of a sudden, more intentional. One story that I tell anyone who will listen Um, about my mindful mornings, (laughs) quote unquote mindful mornings, but really about when I make my coffee in the morning, 
And this is something that I had done for years. Um, I love using the mocha espresso pot. And it, you know, if you've ever used one of these on the stovetop, it has this tiny little spout. It's this Italian way to make espresso. And I've always loved that. It's really strong coffee. I love a strong coffee. So I've used it probably since, I don't know, even before graduate school, I've been into this. And every single morning, I would spill this coffee as I'm pouring it. And it it's like the most frustrating thing, literally for years. You spend three years, four years using this, and you spill it every morning as you pour it. And this is me every single day. And I could never, I never really thought about why I was spilling it. It just kind of was this repeating thing until I started paying more attention um, and started these mindful practices. And so as I was reading this book that I love called The Miracle of Mindfulness um, in it, they say that you should be doing the things that you're doing in order to do them, not to get it over with. So for instance, if you're pouring your coffee, you're pouring it to pour the coffee, not so that you can drink your coffee once it's done. So you're in the moment of pouring the coffee. And then when you're done pouring the coffee, okay, you go on to drink it and whatever else. Same for other things like um, washing the dishes. You shouldn't be washing the dishes when you're washing them to have clean dishes. Like, yeah, that's the end goal. But when you're washing the dishes, you should be there washing the dishes. So you're, you're present. You're not thinking about the future outcome, you know? Um, and this is what happened when I was pouring that coffee. I really kind of paid attention to what I was doing for the first time in many years. And I noticed that the reason why I spilled the coffee every single day was because I was trying to pour it faster than it could come out of that tiny spout. So it would overflow the spout. And as soon as I realized that, I started to pour my coffee more slowly and I never spilled it again. And it's like, I don't know why, well, I know why I like sharing this because it's such a concrete example of me rushing through my day, rushing, just going through the motions as quickly as possible to get to the next thing I needed to do. And as someone who is a task checker and goal oriented person, it was like the more I could do, the more good about myself I could feel. But the moment when I started to slow down and be mindful about each thing that I did, they they began to have more meaning. They began to actually fulfill me and I began to feel like I was living my life and I actually had memories of the things that I was doing throughout the day versus just getting through each day, um, if that makes any sense. So yeah, that's one thing that this mindfulness practice has really taught me. It's really giving me the the tools to live my life and actually create memories and actually realize what I like doing, what I don't like doing. It's transformative in a way, and it creates this brand new perspective on the things that you do. Funnily enough, you also somehow build this resilience to weather things. So I think by gaining this new perspective on life and also your own emotions and really being present in those emotions, I've learned that the ups and the downs are inevitable. That's a fact of life. There are gonna be hard times, there are gonna be easier times, but I have the strength to withstand all of it and also I can have the awareness in the moment when I am having one of those harder times to understand that 
this is an emotion that will pass. Um, and so I want to talk a lot more about that and the emotional resilience that mindfulness will help you build and some of the strategies that I use to really build up that mindfulness muscle in a way um, and to help me be present in my everyday life. So in future episodes, I'll talk about some of those techniques. Some of them I've shared online before, like on my Instagram. I like to share about my morning pages and meditation. Um, and some of them are things that I've just experimented with and they might work for you. So I'll share more of that and more of exactly how those things benefit me in future episodes. Um, and yeah, I'll share more about my own journey too, I guess, as we kind of speed up to present day. Thank you so much for listening to episode one of season two of the Mindful Notes podcast. If you liked what you heard, I would so appreciate it if you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you really liked what you heard, I have a Patreon to support this podcast with lots of other content around sustainability and mindfulness and climate change. So if you want to check that out, it's at patreon.com slash Gina Stovall. Um, I'll have that in the show notes as well as some other details about the episode. And yeah, that that's about it. I'll see you in the next one.